Welcome to the Make Life Click podcast. Our vision is to awaken deeper levels of connection, direction and purpose in people's lives through a reimagining of online community. We believe in the power of trust and that we're at our best when we're together. Welcome back to the Make Life Click podcast, the MLC. It's my pleasure today to welcome Matt Worsfold for what is episode four. Make Life Click is four weeks old this week. And for those of you who don't know, MLC, Make Life Click, is a new online community that's rooted in seven values, trust, humility, honesty, kindness, appreciation, courage, and curiosity. And we're going to be focusing on the third of those values today, honesty. So welcome, Matt. It's really good that you're here joining me. Maybe just give us a, a quick intro, so who you are, a little bit about your background, and then maybe talk a little bit around what's motivating and inspiring you at the moment. So um, I'm 34 years old. Um, my background, my background, I was, I was brought up in um, really loving, loving household, loving family. Uh, I've got two siblings, one sister, one brother, both older. I'm the younger, youngest by... Uh, by a fair way um i quite often say i i'm i was the mistake <laughs> um i'm not sure whether that is quite the case um my brother and sister would say i think that i'm definitely the uh, the the one that is showered with the most love and um uh, and stuff you know sibling rivalry and all that um i've worked i've worked the majority of my adult life in construction um but very chop and changed in that never really had a uh a single um sort of focus within construction to be honest a, a bit of a um jack of all trades as it were um over the last three four years i've been very much on a on a new journey in my life of um self-discovery and um and change i think change has got to be a massive word in 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 my my most recent years to be honest well if you speak to anybody that knows me they'll certainly say change fantastic thank you matt and what's motivating and inspiring you at the moment i guess i was just literally just thinking about this question and uh i guess my motivation is um to be a more is my my desire to be a more well-rounded um individual um to sort of move into a play and like a new play like i say there's been a lot of change in my life so far uh in the last couple of years um another little bit about my my growing up basically is uh i was very uh a drug addict basically um uh, for many, many years, from probably the age of 13 till uh, just over a year ago, about 15 months ago, actually. Um, so the massive change from what drove my life before to what drives my life today, um, and I guess that's what inspires me today, you know, it, it's it's that, that self-searching um, um, leveling of my ego and 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 pride and um trying to be a, a more useful a more useful person mm. and useful to others yeah 
we've known each other for a, um, a little while now and I think I know a few others who also know and I think all of us would say that you're probably one of the most humble honest people that we know someone who's really become open to expressing who you are the vulnerabilities that you know that you have as a human and that was one of the reasons I was so keen to get you to come onto this podcast I think it's it's really apt that um, it's fallen on the week that we're talking about honesty because I think people through listening to you could really learn a lot um, you talk about change and you've talked a little bit about your background of where you've come from was change something that you were actively looking for no no not at all um i think i think more than anything i was very scared of change um familiar familiarity well that's not really how you say it but being being familiar with what you do and 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 how you act is is really quite comfortable it certainly was for me anyway you know but i <clears throat> my circumstances just led me to a place where i had no option um i truly had no option you know uh, i i was going to go on to a very bleak <clears throat> bleak and uh, dire end and and very soon if i'd have carried on the way i was so i was really brought to a place um Definitely, it definitely wasn't something I went. I went out to seek, you know. Um, I, yeah, I was. I was just brought into this place where I had no option but to change. Um, and it's it's funny that you say you say what people would say of me, you know, that honesty. And and when you when you came to me and said that the topic was honesty, <laughs> my my first the first thought that went through my head is I've got so much work to do in that area, like so much work to do in that area. Um, I think that and the thing that came to my head straight away and, and has has repeated to over the last couple of days since you asked me is my biggest challenge I find is is that honesty with myself yeah. because I find I find that when I um, when I can truly get honest with myself there it opens a door and allows me to uh, to really address the issues, the problems that, that I face. And, and when I say the problems that I face, I mean, those, those internal battles, those, um, those being those driving forces, which have, um, determined the root of my life up to now, you know, um, defects of character, um, is, is one way of, uh, describing those those driving forces you know it's that that selfishness um and dishonesty is a big one in there big one in there honesty when we talk about honesty the word honesty it would it it could mean different things or different degrees of things to different people if someone came to you matt and said you found that change has happened in your life through being more honest with yourself what does honesty actually mean in that respect? What would you say to them? It's really uncovering. Um, so I've learned I've learned a process by which I I dig down to really find where I'm being dishonest, the levels of dishonesty in my life. And and on the surface, I, I'd I'd sit here and say I'm really quite honest, you know, um, today. But for an example, I I just started a um, 
I got offered a new job position and um, it was doing uh, doing conservatories and stuff. And I've I've worked a lot in windows and and UPVC and uh, double glazing and stuff. So I was quite capable in this job. And I, I went in to have a chat with the guy, and um, he asked me like what my background, my work background was. And straight away, as I have done since I was about twenty two. I said, oh, well, I'm a qualified bricklayer and I've done this and I've done that and I've done this and I've done that. Um, and then <laughs> and uh, uh, his eyes lit up, was desperate for a bricklayer and uh, he offered me some some of the, this this work and, and he had a bricklaying job for me. And then all of a sudden the, the fear, the fear of uh, falling short of that um bar that i'd raised above myself by saying i'm a qualified bricklayer blah 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 mm-hmm. um that dawned on me that fear that i was going to let like let myself down let him down um be seen to be a liar basically but i didn't really understand all of this at the at the time it was just fear ran through everything mm-hmm. and through a process um which uh, for anybody in recovery would understand it, it's called taking inventory. So I look at the root causes of, of that fear and, and through that process, I realized that I'm, and it's a lot of pen to paper and really digging down and, and, and um, trying to be as, as honest as possible to not to myself and nobody else. And through, through that process, I realized like, I haven't got a qualification in bricklaying. I, yes, I went to college and I did bricklaying, but I've got no no qualification. And and as I said, I've been a drug addict since the age of thirteen. I was an absolute nightmare at college. Um, and I yeah, I just haven't. And it's realizing that 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 real little thing, that real little little thing of of dishonesty, just explodes in my life and and sends fear running through it and and cripples me really Mm. Mm, so so repeat the question again so the question was around how you might describe what honesty means explain to me about honesty how does that work what does it look like what do i do to be more honest yeah and it is exactly so it is exactly that it's being honest with yourself first until i can be honest with myself i can't be honest with anybody yeah i can't be you know, and uh, um, these layers of, of um, dishonesty that I layered in, have layered in my life, which I'm still picking through, um, is yeah. And I, and I, I realised, I realised um, a while ago, you know, when I'm when I'm being dishonest with others, I'm really only being dishonest to myself. You know, most most people don't don't really care too too much about what I say do you know what I mean they're going to go on they're going to go on with their life or whatever it's me that's sitting there with that dishonesty um eating away and and, and honesty too is is I've learned uses so much less energy mm-hmm. so much less energy in 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 being honest but that doesn't mean I can be complacent you know because from and, and I'm only talking for myself personally but I do have to be on guard against that stuff because I'd slip into dishonesty really quickly. I mean, one of my, one of my greatest things I used to do, or I say greatest things. I don't, I think that may be the wrong way of putting it, but if I was on my way to meet somebody and I was running slightly late and they called me and were like, where are you? 
I would say I was a mile down the road, mile further down the road than I actually was. <laughs> like it's just uh, that level of dishonesty just runs so, so deep. And there's so much to pick out of that. It, yeah. it can feel kind of overwhelming, I guess, if you look at the picture as a, as a whole, but when I'm able to be honest with myself and, and, and that, and that goes to it. So in that instance, why am I being dishonest in that case? Why am I saying I'm a, I'm a mile further down the road than what I am. And, and in that instance, I, I would, I would say that it's, um, it's again, it comes, it kind of comes back to that fear thing in that I'm scared that if I, if I say that I'm further behind the, than I am, they're going to be annoyed or uh, not going to want to wait for me or, or all of those things run through my head. And, and in a split second, I make a decision to, to say I'm further along than I am and, and yeah, yeah, to protect myself in that way. So it's almost like there are degrees of dishonesty. Mm. And would you say, Matt, that back in, in those days, if I can put it that way, before you really got honest with yourself, were you consciously dishonest? It sounds like, like you were. In, in case, certain cases, yes. In other cases, it, it really became, it really became second nature in some cases, but as I'm saying that, I'm actually realizing, uh, like in real time right now, that yes, I guess it really was a conscious decision to be dishonest. I used to, in fact, pride myself on my ability to lie, you know, and to, my ability to um, be able to fool somebody. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I guess. And there we go. There's another level of dishonesty there. You know, my head goes straight to. No, it was all second nature, <laughs> but it wasn't. It really, it really took some effort um, to be dishonest. Like I say, it's it's a lot less work, a lot, a lot less tiring um, to be honest. Some people listening, Matt, might think, Matt, thanks for being so open through talking so honestly as you are. But I don't have a life where I've struggled with the things that you've struggled with in terms of drug addiction, um, in terms of being so consciously dishonest as it sounds like you once were why should that matter in my life what would you say to them really search within really really search within because I, I, I don't think you know it's it's like i say it's it's that level of honesty with myself um until i would have if we so if we cut back four or five years Regardless of being in the midst of, yes, it's quite an extreme case of, of drug addiction, you know, um, somebody that doesn't suffer with that would would probably, you know, like you say, go, well, I haven't I haven't had to deal with that. I'm, I'm not dishonest in that way, blah, blah, blah. But um, I would have said the same thing five years ago. I would have said the same thing. And that's not me. You know, like I, I haven't had to deal with that. Um I'm not dishonest in that way. And it wasn't until I opened the door to trying to be honest with myself that I was there. It then uncovered the levels of dishonesty and they're still being un uncovered today, you know, until I got to a point where I don't, I don't know how to put this really, um, because it does, it all does quite link into my old, my old life, you know, um, cause drugs did did kind of rule my life um 
but until I was able to be honest with myself about that particular thing about about being a drug addict, um, was I able to then unlock and and look at the other areas of life I've been dishonest. How would you respond to somebody who said, I'm an honest person? I can't really, at least at the moment, see any areas of my life where I am um, at least actively, consciously dishonest. Would the conversation with with them end there, Matt, or would, through the experiences you've had, would you um, challenge them in a slightly different way or in a particular way? As you were saying that, my first reaction was, my reply would be, that's cool. If you if if you truly believe that you are uh, you are 100% honest, um, at least consciously honest in your life, then cool. You know, like that's that's really good. That's just not my it's not been my experience. Um, and I guess I would just, I guess I would just ha- have have uh, dive into a conversation with that person, you know, and 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 share some of my own experiences about being dishonest. Um, what I'm, what I'm learning more and more is, is my dishonesty is rooted in my fear, a fear of how others are going to look at me. So I have to say a certain thing and, and make myself look a certain way, um, fear of being rejected. So I won't say something that would upset somebody, you know, for fear that they would then sort of turn their back on me and, and go the other way. Um, I've I've also learned that I need to be really honest with my friends around me. Um, so there's a saying that somebody said to me is is you need to care about the person, not about their feelings. Yeah. Which means I need to, if I truly want somebody to be able to grow and 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 to experience um, healthy growth, I guess. Um, because I don't, I don't know. I can really only speak for myself, but like where I am now, I don't want that to be the end. You know, I don't want this, like I'm, I'm the finished polished character. Like I've still got, I'd still like to think that there's work to be done. And I'm, I'm certain that there is. Uh, and if that's the case for me, then it's the chances are um, something else I've learned is I'm not, I'm not unique in that way. Um, a lot of people, feel and and think the same way yeah um so if that's what i want if i want people to be honest with me so that i can grow then then i need to i need to show them the same uh same level of honesty back you know to enable them to grow if they want to yeah matt that brings us really nicely into talking about hope over fear which is one of the foundational areas of make life click one of the questions that we ask um, is how might your life be different if you made your decisions based on what you hope for rather than what you fear? You've talked quite a lot about fear. Could we just talk about hope just for a moment? What does hope mean to you and how has hope been part of your experience over the past few months and years? Hope, yeah. You mentioned this earlier and um, and I can't think of too much that comes to mind, you know, in, in respects of hope at the moment, I guess I've got hope for, um, a future where I'm able to, um, provide for myself. Um, I've got hope for relationships. 
um, or a relationship. I guess I've got hope for a future beyond my wildest dreams, you know, and, and that may sound sound a bit fluffy and a bit um, a bit dreamish, but something I, I've also learned is is that the the future that I hope for today is not the future I hoped for even a year ago, let alone three years ago. You know, um, I don't have a full picture of, of, of what that is, but I've got hope that I'm, I'm, I'm able to contribute in some way um, to the benefit of others' lives, yeah. you know, and, and like I say, whether that be in work, um, in relationship, um, in family life, in all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so that, that would be the hope. You talk about fear playing quite a large part in reasons for dishonesty in your, mm. your your past. Did those fears come to pass? No, no, not in not in not in the majority of cases. I was about to say not in any case, but uh, I think uh, we're all very fall- fallible as humans, you know. So uh, some people. And we're not going to get on with everybody. So, so a lot of my fears, I guess, are based around um, fear of not fitting in, fear of uh, being judged, fear of um, fear of being abandoned. You know, like uh, people turning their back, fear of not measuring up, those sorts of things. But no, I would say, I would say nine nine and a half times out of ten, they 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 don't they don't come to pass. False evidence appearing real uh, is is a nice acronym for fear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, lots of people talk about it, this whole thing, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. How have you changed such that you don't react to fear, you don't respond to fear in the same way that you used to? Because I'm assuming the fear is sometimes still there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, my... Yes, uh, yeah, it definitely is. Fear is definitely still there, you know, and, and comes up. Um, it no, it it's nowhere near as um, continuous or um, as overwhelming as it used to be. When it does get to those levels of uh, of overwhelming, again, I have I have some tools that I've I've picked up. Um, and I'm going to use that word again, that inventory, and where I can look at what the root causes of that fear is, um, what the root causes of that those fears are. Um, and putting them down on paper helps. Knowing who I am um, really helps to combat that. Know, know, knowing where I belong and um, and that I'm, my side of the streets clean, clear, in, if, for want of another term. Um, but those those other like the the subtler fears, like you're talking about walking through those fears, um, the the sort of uh, getting up to speak. I, I mean, for instance, coming on here, you know, and and recording this. Um, there's there's obviously a level of fear behind that. Um, is it going to go well? Is it? Is all of that sort? Are my words going to come out? Am I going to get hung up? All of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And today, it's I really 
how do I walk through that? I walk through that by um, by saying a little prayer, really. To be honest, if if I'm if I'm completely honest, you know, and um, and just doing it anyway. And once you've done it once, you know, uh, it becomes easier to do it next time. Doesn't mean that that fear doesn't come up next time, but it just means that I've got evidence to prove that that fear was misplaced. Yeah, you know, and and um, I guess I'm hoping <laughs> the more the more that I do stuff like like this and 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 other things of public speaking and stuff like that, the more I do that, the less of that fear gets. I do also believe that there is there is a certain level of healthy fear, you know. Um, if I was just really brazenly walking in and thinking it's all going to be like. I've got nothing to worry about, you know, like all that fear just didn't even enter my head. If I just really brazenly walked in, like, yeah. Um, it shows, I think having that little level of, uh, healthy fear is, it's a real sign that, that it matters. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily think fears, fears a bad thing in, um, in all respects, you know, and, and we've been given fear for a reason. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's a healthy healthy set of fear that says don't jump off this cliff, right? It's a really good point. It's a point that's been brought up in a in a past podcast too. Um, Matt, as you as you go about your daily life and you're interacting with other people, just thinking around this area of honesty, what do you hope for for other people in the area of honesty? I hope that people could see how freeing it is and uh, i can only i can only go on my own experience because that's all i've got you know i haven't lived anybody else's life and i i just know how um restricting uh, the dishonesty can be and how real freeing honesty is for me in my life today i think that's such a powerful thing that you've expressed there matt and so many people, particularly at the moment, are looking for peace of mind. Mm. And just talking about the word lightness comes to my mind, the way as you're describing your experience. It's like that you've experienced a new lightness, almost like a lightness of spirit around you. And that has been freeing. And I'm sure so many people would long for that, for more lightness and more peace of mind. In terms of taking the first step towards that, Matt, for that, just to help those people listening, what would you encourage them to do? What's step number one? Step number one, um, it, it, it's got to be brought, taken back to that that honest honesty with yourself. Like until until you could be honest about your dishonesty, you know. With with so I speak for myself. Until I'm until I'm able to be honest with myself that I'm dishonest, I'm never going to be able to be truly honest mm. um and it and, and it may sound like a bit of a cop-out you know and like uh i i guess i guess pen to paper re- is really really helpful it's a really really helpful tool um for me in i i know I, if i don't want to then share it with somebody else i don't have to um but it 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 allows me to be honest with with myself and 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 then I really realized, you know, the only person I've ever really been dishonest with is myself. Yeah. When you put pen to paper, 
what's a, a question that you can ask yourself or how do you kind of get started because i'm sure some people might be thinking okay how do i know if i'm being honest with myself though what's a what's a doorway into that okay so let's let's i'll look at um an example of my own so so let's look at say i'm say i'm feeling some uh level of resentment or um anger towards somebody else I would then put pen to paper and and write what what I'm angry with them or that thing for. I'd then ask myself a re, um, the question of how does that affect my my personal life uh, in respects of my career uh, relationships or or just my personal life? How does that affect my self esteem? And I'd ask and write this stuff down, you know, how does that affect my self-esteem? Um, how does it affect my pride? How does it affect my security? Like, does it make me feel insecure about myself? Does it affect my personal relations? Does it affect my intimate relationships? And then with a with an outlook of that, I can then ask myself, in this area, where am I being where am I being dishonest? What is what is feeding this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I would just write and write and write until I felt that everything was out. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not normally until I read read back um, that I would that something would be revealed to me. And it's not always it's not always what I thought. You know, like if I go back to that instance with the with the the bricklaying uh, example, you know, I that was the last thing that I thought I would uncover in this. I just thought I had just a fear of of worthlessness, you know, or didn't feel quite capable or or anything like that. And when I really look right back to the root cause of that, and it's it's my level of dishonesty. If if I'm telling somebody that I'm a qualified bricklayer. That leads them to believe a few things, you know, um, that I'm that I'm capable to do it all, and blah blah blah, and it's and it's just not the case. Yeah, Matt, those who knew you before, if I could say before and after, I know it's yeah. a continuous process. Those who knew you before and after, or the, before and now, how would they describe? How would they summarize the change through you being more honest with yourself? I I I don't know and I don't think that's a question I'd like to answer to be honest. Um uh I guess you just have to ask them. Um how do you hope they would answer? Uh okay that's I I hope I'd I'd hope they'd answer that I'm I'm a more rounded healthy human being. Um a healthy participant in society. <laughs> to be honest you know because i very much wasn't yeah i i think um I, it's it's almost okay so something my sister said to me the other day was uh she she was just um commenting on how proud she was of me and that and 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 i i can't i said thank you and that um i don't really like like it too much when people um give me too many compliments and she uh she replied with no no thanks required it's just i just can't believe that i've got the brother that i grew up with back so i guess it's it's led me into more of a childlike state you know that Mm. 
that freedom and 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 joyousness and uh yeah nice. carefree almost not quite but almost <laughs> yeah yeah what a what a lovely place to be though and um, to be more to feel lighter to be more childlike again in your outlook a couple of things to close one of them is you mentioned um one of your ways to deal with fear if i can put it that way is to say a little prayer yep don't feel that you need to answer this because i'm sure it feels quite personal to you but what what do you mean by that do you do you believe in something bigger than you yeah 100 percent um i i should be dead um the fact that i'm not leads me to believe that there's something um my own personal faith is um is is in christ um is is the god three in one and that that also helps me massively with that fear and and with that ability to be honest you know because where i i alluded to the facts um that i know who i am today i know where i belong and i know my worth uh and that's all to do with um knowing that i'm loved by god well i just leave you with one final question if matt based more of his decisions on hope rather than fear he would I'd walk around with a lot less worries. <laughs> um, I, th- I guess I'd be a lot bolder. I guess I'd be a lot bolder and a, and a lot less. Um, I'd use a lot less energy too. Okay. What do you mean by that? A lot less energy. I don't know. It's quite. It's quite a strange concept for me. My faith comes into that a lot. You know, um, for what I hope for. God promises me to prosper me, you know, um, and he tells me he's got a plan for me. And if that's the case, I just need to go through life doing the next right thing. And that's all I need to worry about. I don't need to fear the future. I fear that I'm not going to get that thing that I want because nine times out of ten, that thing that I want isn't actually what I want. That thing that I want is not necessarily what I need. So if I go through hope with what what I hope for, um, I know what I get is going to be exactly what I want and need. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not. It, it's. A, it, it sounds like a really weird and, and really backwards answer. I guess it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. I, I only need to do the next right thing. There are some things that feel unexplainable in words, but that we just have a knowing about. It sounds like that. What you're talking about there, you just have a knowing about something in your life which you can't necessarily explain through words thank you again matt as i say you're an inspiration you're an inspiration to me and you're an inspiration to lots of other folk i know you say you don't like compliments but um i just want to really encourage you through saying that thank you so much for coming and talking to me as part of the make life click podcast join us again next time when we'll be exploring the value and power of kindness but until then thank you once again matt thanks tim see you next time cheers Thanks for listening to the Make Life Click podcast. We hope it's been helpful for you. Please leave us a comment wherever you listen to podcasts and we hope you'll join us again next time.